Part Two of Chocolate or an Indian Drink by Antonio Colmenero. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chocolate or an Indian Drink by Antonio Colmenero. Part Two. The First Point. Concerning the first point, I say that chocolate is a name of the Indians, which in our vulgar Castilian we may call a certain confection, in which, among the ingredients, the principal basis and foundation is the cacao, of whose nature and quality it is necessary first to treat. And therefore I say, according to the common received opinion, that it is cold and dry, a prodominio, that is to say, that though it be true that every simple contains in it the qualities of the four elements, in the action and reaction which it hath in it, yet there results another distinct quality, which we call complexion. This quality or complexion, which arises of this mixture, is not always one and the same, neither hath it the effect in all the mixtures, but they may be varied nine ways. Four simple, from whence one only quality doth abound, and four compounded, from whence two symbolizing qualities are predominant, and one other, which we call ad pontus, which is of all these foresaid qualities, which are equilibrio, that is to say, in equal measure and degree. Of all these the complexion of cacao is composed. Since there arise two qualities, which are cold and dry, and in the substance that rules them, hath restringent and obstructive of the nature of the element of the earth, and then, as it is mixed, and not a simple element, it must needs have parts correspondent to the rest of the elements, and particularly it partakes, and that not a little, of those which correspond with the element of air, that is, heat and moisture, which are governed by the unctuous parts there being drawn out of the cacao much butter, which in the Indies I have seen drawn out of it, for the face by the Criollas. It may philosophically be objected in this manner. Two contrary qualities in disagreeing cannot be in gradu intenso, in one and the same subject. Cacao is cold and dry, in predominancy, therefore it cannot have the qualities contrary to those which are heat and moisture. The first proposition is most certain, and grounded upon good philosophy. The second is contented unto, by all. The third, which is the conclusion, is regular. It cannot be denied that the argument is very strong, and these reasons being considered by him of Marcina, have made him affirm that chocolate is obstructive, it seeming to be contrary to philosophy, that in it there should be found heat and moisture, in gradu intenso and to be so likewise in cold and dry. To this there are two things to be answered. One, that he never saw the experience of drawing out the butter, which I have done, and that when the chocolate is made without adding anything to the dried powder, which it is incorporated, only by beating it well together, and is united and made into a paste, which is a sign that there is a moist and glutinous part, which of necessity must correspond with the element of air. The other reason we will draw from philosophy, affirming that, in the cacao, there are different substances, in the one, that is to say, 
in that which is not so fat it has a greater quantity of the oil than of the earthy substance and in the fatter part it hath more of the earthy than of the oily substance in these there is heat and moisture in predominancy and in the other cold and dry notwithstanding that it is hard to be believed that in one and the same substance and so little of the cacao it can have substances so different to the end that it may appear more easy clear and evident first we see it in the rhubarb which hath it in hot and soluble parts and parts which are binding cold and dry which have a virtue to strengthen bind and stop the looseness of the belly i say also that he that sees and considers the steel so much of the nature of the earth as being heavy thick cold and dry it seems to be thought unproper for the curing opulations but rather to be apt to increase them and yet it is given for a proper remedy against them this difficulty is cleared thus that though it be true that it hath much of the earthy part yet it hath also parts of sulphur and of quicksilver which do open and disopilate neither doth it so until it helped by art as it is ground stirred and made fine in the preparing of it the sulphurous parts and those of quicksilver being thin active and penetrative they mingle at the last with those parts which are earthly and astringent insomuch that they being mingled after this manner one with another we cannot now say that the steel is astringent but rather that it is penetrative attenuating and opening let us prove this doctrine by authorities and let the first be from gallon one three of the qualities of simples chapter fourteen where first of all he teacheth that all those medicines which to our sense seem to be simple are notwithstanding naturally compounded containing in themselves contrary qualities and that is to say a quality to expel and to retain to incrassate and attenuate to refi and to condense neither are we to wonder at it it being understood that in every foresaid medicine there is a quality to heat and to cool to moisten and to dry and whatsoever medicine it be it hath in it thick and thin parts rare and dense soft and hard and in the fifteenth chapter following the same book he puts an example of the broth of a cock which moves the belly and the flesh hath the virtue to bind he puts also the example of the aloes which if it was to be washed loses the purgative virtue or that which it hath is but weak that this differing virtue and faculty is found in diverse substances or parts of simple medicants gallen shows in the first book of his simple medicines and the seventeenth chapter bringing the example of milk in which three substances are found and separated that is to say the substance of cheese which has the virtue to stop the flux of the belly and the substance of whey which is purging and butter as it is expressed in the said gallon chapter fifteen also we find in wine which is in the must three substances that is to say earth which is the chief and a thinner substance which is the flour and may be called the scum or froth and a third substance which we properly call wine and every one of these substances contains in itself diverse qualities and virtues in the colour in the smell and in other accidents aristotle in the fourth book of the meteors and the first chapter 
treating putrefaction, he found the same substances, and in the second chapter, next following, were he that curious may read it, and also by the doctrine of Galen and Aristotle, diverse substances are attributed to every of them mixed, under one and the same form and quantity, which is very conformable to reason, if we consider, that every ailment, be it ever so simple, begets and produces in the liver, four humours, not only differing in temper, but also in substance, and begets more or less of that humour, according as that ailment hath more or fewer parts, corresponding to the substance of that humour, which is most engendered. And so in cold diseases we give warm nourishment, and cold nourishment in hot diseases. From which evident examples, and many others, which we might produce to this purpose, we may gather that, when we grind and stir the cacao, the diverse parts, which nature has given it, do artificially and intimately mix themselves one with another, and so the unctuous, warm, and moist parts, mingled with the earthy, as we have said of the steel, represses and leaves them not so binding as they were before, but rather with a mediocrity, more inclining to the warm and moist temper of the air, than to the cold and dry of the earth, as it doth appear when it is made fit to drink, that you scarce give it two turns with the mullinet when there rises the fatty scum, by which you may see how much it partaketh of the oily part. From which doctrine I gather that the author of Marcina was in error, who, writing of chocolate, saith that it causes opilations, because cacao is astringent, and if the astriction were not corrected, by the intimate mixing of one part with another, by means of the grinding, as is said before. Besides, it having so many ingredients which are naturally hot, it must of necessity have this effect, that is to say, to open, attenuate, and not to bind, and indeed there is no cause of bringing more examples, or producing more reasons for this truth, than that which we see in the cacao itself which, if it not be stirred and compounded, as aforesaid, to make the chocolate, but eating of it, as is in the fruit, as the crolas eat it in the Indies, it doth notably obstruct, and cause stoppings, for no other cause but this, that the diverse substance which it contains are not perfectly mingled by the mastication, onely, but require the artificial mixture, which we have spoken of before." Besides, our adversary should have considered and called to his memory the first rudiments of philosophy, that adicto secundum quid, adictum simpliciter, non valet consequentia. As it is not enough to say, the black amour is white, because his teeth are white, for he may be black, though he hath white teeth, and so it is not enough to say that the cacao is stopping, and therefore the confection which is made of it is also stopping. The tree which bears this fruit is so delicate, and the earth where it grows is so extreme hot, that to keep the tree from being consumed by the sun, they first plant other trees, and when they are grown up to a good height, then they plant the cacao trees, that when it first shows itself above the ground, those trees which are already grown may shelter it from the sun, and the fruit doth not grow naked, but ten or twelve of them are in one gourd or cod, which is of the bigness of a great black fig, or bigger, and of the same form and colour. There are two sorts of cacao. The one is common, which is of a grey colour, inclining towards red. The other is broader and bigger, which they call patlaxti, 
and this is white and more drying, whereby it causeth watchfulness and drives away sleep, and therefore it is not so useful as the ordinary. This shall suffice to be said of the cacao. And as for the rest of the ingredients, which makes our chocolatical confection, there is notable variety, because some do put into it black pepper, and also tasco red root like matter, which is not proper, because it is so hot and dry, but only for one who hath a very cold liver. And of this opinion was a certain doctor of the University of Mexico, of whom a religious man of good credit told me, that he finding the ordinary round pepper was not fit to bring his purpose about, and to the end he might discover whether the long red pepper were more proper. He made trial upon the liver of a sheep, and putting the ordinary pepper on one side, and the red pepper chili on the other, after twenty-four hours, the part where the ordinary pepper lay was dried up, and the other part continued moist, as if nothing had been thrown upon it. The receipt of him who wrote Marchina is this, of cacao, seven hundred, of white sugar, one pound and a half, cinnamon, two ounces, of long pepper, fourteen, of cloves, half an ounce, three cods of the longwood, or campeche tree, or instead of that, the weight of two reals, or a shilling of aniseed, as much of agiote, as will give the colour, which is the quantity of a hazelnut. Some put in almond kernels of nuts, and orange-flower water. Concerning this receipt, I shall first say, this shoe will not fit every foot, but for those who have diseases, or are inclining to be infirm, you may either add or take away according to the necessity and temperature of every one, and I hold it not amiss that sugar be put into it, when it is drunk, so that it be according to the quality I shall hereafter set down and sometimes they make tablets of the sugar and the chocolate together, which they do onely to please the palates, as the dames of Mexico do use it, and they are there sold in shops, and are confected and eaten like other sweetmeats. For the cloves which are put into this drink, by the aforesaid author, the best writers of this composition use them not, peradventure upon this reason, that although they take away the ill savour of the mouth, they bind as a learned writer hath expressed in these verses. Fitorem emendat oris cariophilia foidum, constringunt ventrem, primaque membra juant. Cloves do perfume a stinking breath, and bind the belly, hence the prime members, comfort find. And because they are binding, and hot and dry in the third degree, they must not be used though they help the chief parts of a concoction, which are the stomach and liver, as appears by the verses before recited. The husks, or cods of longwood, or campeche, are very good, and smells like fennel, and every one puts in of these, because they are not very hot, though it excuse not the putting in of a nice seed, as says the author of this receipt, for there is no chocolate without it, because it is good for many cold diseases, being hot in the third degree, and to temper the coldness of the cacao. And it may appear it helps the indisposition of the cold parts. I will cite the verses of one curious in this art. Morbosos renes, vesicam, cutura, vulnam, intestina, jecur, cumque luene caput, confortat, varisque anisum subtita morbis, membra, istud tantum vim, lewe semen habet. 
the reins, the bladder, throat and thing between, entrails and liver with the head and spleen, and other parts by anus it are comforted, so greater virtues in that little seed. The quantity of a nut of the Asiot Tasco is too little to colour the quantity made according to his receipt, and therefore he that makes it may put in it as much as he thinks fit. Those who add almonds and nuts do not ill, because they give it more body and substance than maize or panazio grain, like millet, which others use, and for my part I should always put it into chocolate, for almonds, besides what I have said of them before, are moderately hot and have a thin juice, but you must not use new almonds, as a learned author says in these verses. Dat modice calidum dulcisque amygdala succum, et tenuem inducunt plurima damna nova. New almonds yield a hot and slender juice, but bring new mischiefs by too often use. And the small nuts are not ill for our purpose, for they have almost the temper which the almonds have, onely because they are drier, they come nearer the temper of collar, and do therefore strengthen the belly and the stomach being dried, for so they must be used for the confection, and they preserve the head from those vapours which rise from the belly, as it appears by the said author in these verses. Bilis avelanam sequitur, sed roborat alvum ventris, et a fumis liberat assa caput. Filbirds breed collar, the belly fortify, benzo and the head frees from fumosity. And therefore they are proper for such as are troubled with ventuosities and hypochondriacal vapours, which offend the brain and there cause troublesome dreams and sad imaginations. Those who mix maize or panisio in the chocolate do very ill, because those grains do beget a very melancholy humour, as the same author expresseth in these verses. Crassa melancholicum praestant tibi panica succum, sicant si penas membra gelantque furis. Gross ears of corn have choleriki juice, no doubt, which dries if taken inward, cools without. It is also apparently windy, and those which mix it in this confection do it only for their profit by increasing the quantity of the chocolate, because every fenedgia, or measure of maize or Indian wheat granny, containing about a bushel and a half, is sold for eight shillings, and they sell this confection for four shillings a pound, which is the ordinary price of the chocolate. The cinnamon is hot and dry in the third degree. It provokes urine and helps the kidneys and rise of those who are troubled with cold diseases, and it is good for the eyes, and in effect it is cordial, as appears by the author of these verses. Commoda et urinae cinnamomum et renibus, lumina clarificat, Dira venena fugat. Cinnamon helps the rains and urine well. It clears the eyes and poison doth expel. The achiote has a piercing attenuating quality, as appeareth by the common practice of the physicians in the Indies, experienced daily in the effect of it, who do give it to their patients to cut and attenuate the gross humours, which do cause shortness of breath and stopping of urine 
and so it may be used for any kind of oppilations, for we give it for the stoppings which are in the breast, or in the region of the belly, or any other part of the body. And concerning the long red pepper, there are four sorts of it. One is called chicotes, the other very little, which are called chiltepin, and these two kinds are very quick and biting. The other two are called tonchilies, and these are moderately hot, for they are eaten with bread, as they eat other fruits, and they are of a yellow colour, and they grow onely about the towns which are in and adjoining to the lake of Mexico. The other pepper is called chopaculagua, which has a broad husk, and this is not so biting as the first, nor so gentle as the last, and is that which is usually put into the chocolate. There are also other ingredients which are used in this confection, one called mechasucho, and another which they call vincaxtoli, which in the Spanish they call orajales, which are sweet-smelling flowers, aromatical and hot. And the mechasucho hath a purgative quality, for in the Indies they make a purging portion of it. Instead of this, in Spain, they put into the confection powder of Alexandria for opening the belly. I have spoken of all these ingredients, that every one may make a choice of those which please him best, or are most proper for infirmities. THE SECOND POINT As concerning the second point, I say, as I have said before, that though it be true that the cacao is mingled with all these ingredients which are hot, yet there is to be a greater quantity of cacao than of all the rest of the ingredients which serve to temper the coldness of the cacao just as when we seek of two medicines of contrary qualities to compound one which shall be of a moderate temper in the same manner doth result the same action and reaction of the cold parts of the cacao and of the hot parts of the other ingredients which makes the chocolate of so moderate a quality that it differs very little from a mediocrity and when there is not put in any ordinary pepper or cloves but only a little aniseed as I shall show hereafter, we may boldly say that it is very temperate, and this may be proved by reason and experience, supposing that which Gallen says to be true, that every mixed medicine warmth the cold, and cooleth the hot, bringing the example of oil of roses. By experience I say that in the Indies, as is the custom of the country, I coming in a heat to visit a sick person, and asking water to refresh me, they persuaded me to take a draught of chocolate, which quenched my thirst, and in the morning, if I took it fasting, it did warm and comfort my stomach. Now, let us prove by reason. We have already proved that all the parts of the cacao are not cold, for we have made it appear that the unctuous parts, which are many, be all hot or temperate, then, though it be true, that the quantity of the cacao is greater than all of the rest of the ingredients, yet the cold parts are the most, not half so many as the hot, and if for all this they should be more, yet by stirring and mangling of the warm, unctuous parts, they are much qualified. And on the other side, it being mixed with the other ingredients, which are hot in the second and third degree, being the predominant quality, it must needs be brought to a mediocrity. Like as two men who shake hands, the one being hot and the other cold, the one hand borrows heat, and the other is made colder, and in conclusion, neither hand retains the cold or heat it had before, 
but both of them remain more temperate. So, likewise, two men, who go to wrestle, at the first they are all in their full vigor and strength, but after they have struggled for a while, their force lessens by degrees, till at last they are both much weaker than when they began to wrestle. And Aristotle was also of this opinion in his fourth book of Nature of Beasts, Cap. 3, where he says that every agent suffers with the patient, as that which cuts is made dull by the thing it cuts, that which warms cools itself, and that which thrusts or forces forward is in some sort driven back itself. From whence I gather it is better to use chocolate, after it hath been made some time, a moment at least. I believe this time to be necessary for breaking the contrary qualities of the several ingredients, and to bring the drink to a moderate temper. For, as it always falls out at the first, that every contrary will have its predominancy, and will work his own effects, nature not liking well to be heated and cooled at the same time. And this is the cause why Galen, in his twelfth book of Method, doth advise not to use felonium till after a year, or at least six months, because it is a composition made of opium, which is cold in the fourth degree, and of pepper, and other ingredients which are hot in the third degree. This theorem and doctrine is made good by the practice which some have made, of whom I have asked, what chocolate did best agree with them, and they have affirmed that the best is that which hath been made some moments, and that the new doth hurt by loosening the stomach, and, in my opinion, the reason of it is that the unctuous or fat parts are not altogether corrected by the earthly parts of the cacao, and this I shall thus prove, for, as I shall declare hereafter, if you make the chocolate boil when you drink it, the boiling of it divides the fat and oily part, and that makes a relaxation in the stomach in the old chocolate, as well as if it were new. So that I conclude in this second point that the chocolatical confection is not so cold as the cacao, nor so hot as the rest of the ingredients, but there results from the action and reaction of these ingredients a moderate temper which may be good both for the cold and hot stomachs, being taken moderately, and shall be declared hereafter, and it having been made a moment at the least, as is already proved. And so I know not why any, many having made experience of this confection, which is composed, as it ought to be, for every particular, should speak ill of it. Besides, were it so much used, the most, if not all, as well in the Indies as in Spain, find it agreeeth well with them, he of Marchina has no ground in saying that it did cause opilations, for if it were so, the liver being obstructed, it would extenuate its subject, and by experience we see to the contrary that it makes fat, the reason whereof I shall show hereafter, and this shall suffice for the second point. End of part two.